Welcome to Ashes with Ash, a storytelling podcast from your tobacconist community, bringing you stories of life behind the cigar. Join me on this adventure to find the coolest cigar lounges, smoke some lovely cigars, and seek out the most incredible stories from our cigar lounge friends, owners, and customers. Let's tap into these untold stories with a little smoke and ash. Welcome back, everyone, and thanks for listening to episode number four. Today, we have our fellow sister of the leaf, Justina, aka Mrs. Hardash from Alabama, here to tell us her story of how her relationship with cigars formed and the very exciting places it's headed. P.S. For those of you who don't know, I live in New York City, so if you hear sirens in the background, get used to it now. There's not much I can do about it. (laughs) But I hope you all have a nice cigar to relax, listen, and enjoy the episode anyways. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where do you live? What brought you there? And how'd you get into cigars? So my name is Justina, aka Miss Hornash. I'm currently in Meridianville, Alabama. I was uh, born in Fort Polk, Louisiana, but uh, my parents were military. Well, my dad was, so we moved around a lot. So that's how oh, we wow. got to Huntsville. So I've been here off and on for um, most of my life. Let's see. So I started smoking cigars like say a year ago because of my husband. Oh, cool. So he's, he's been smoking off and on for several years, and he did not. He did it off and on for several years, and then he he stopped a little bit. He only did, like, special occasions, and then he started right. getting really big into it when he quit drinking. So when that happened, that became a, maybe you should come out and smoke with me. And I was like, oh, I, I'm not, I don't like the smell. I can't stand it. And then over time, it kind of just kind of grew on me. And then the way he would talk about the cigars, like how well it tasted and the flavor notes, I'm like, is that an infused cigar? He was like, no, that's just the flavor notes of it. And I was like, okay. So I tried it and could not do it. So then he was like, well, there is a few cigars that you might like. So I started off with the uh, Tatiana. Oh, yeah. And so I think the Gerby Blue was like my first Tatiana cigar. And it was so good. It was oh, so yeah. Good. So then I started going into other cigars like I went from that to the Deadwoods and with the um, you know Sweet Janes and Fat Bottom Bettys and all them to the Sweet Tip so from then I just kind of graduated to where I'm now and I just smoke a little bit of everything so it really started me just kind of bonding with my husband and then I found myself thoroughly enjoying it you know yeah our family of seven so between me and wow my family, and five children wow that's incredible yeah. <laughs> so you need yeah. that good relaxing cigar at the end of the day right <laughs> yes. yes and we're both in we work at toyota so we're cool at engine plant here in huntsville and nice. we have a very demanding job working in manufacturing so wow yeah so that's why we started you know, started smoking and was like, we look forward to it at the end of the day and how we are. And then we just started doing the Hard Ash Cigar Society. And then I kicked off from him um, a little bit, a little less than a year after he did, just to see how this would go. Didn't think it would take off as well it did. And now here we are. That's so cool. Can you tell us a little bit more about the Hard Ash Cigar Society and the Ash Hole Cigar Club? Yes. Cool. So my husband is, I guess you want to say, like the president of the Hard Ash Cigar Society. Cool. And 
it started off, he reached out to other societies and clubs, and there's a lot of fees and rules, and he, you know, we didn't want that in the beginning. We just, and then it was so demanding. And with this just getting into it, it was how do we manage our time to do this and commit to it? So that's when he started the Hard Ashigar Society. It's just a society. It's um, open for anyone. You know, you are hard ash when you say you're hard ash. It's about bringing all the community together, uplifting all those little guys to the big dog. Yes, um, I love that. And then, yeah. And then that we started because of COVID. We started reaching out to a lot of people. So it just blew up from there. Probably one of the only few small things that came out, good things that came out of COVID. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So when we started reaching out for the Hard Ash Bar Society and networking with a lot of people, we started realizing there was a lot of Ashhole club members. So my husband has already committed so much to the Hard Ash Bar Society, and I was kind of just like, you know, the second. So I was like, I really wanted to do Ashhole, Texas. I mean, Ashhole, Alabama. So I reached out yeah. to people from Ashhole, Texas, and everything that they that they do so it's a club you know the main thing is based off of trust and it's a lot of the similar things there's a website you can go to it's www.ashholecigarclubs.com and it cool. gives you a little more detail on it but that's those are strictly member based so you have oh, like wow. prospects and lieutenants so it's actually like legit like club club it's kind of fun oh that's super so, cool yeah so I reached out to Nevada president in Texas, and at the time, we did not have a chapter in Alabama, and I wanted to start it for myself. So yeah. that's how I became the president of the Asheville Cigar Club of Alabama. Cool. So, yeah, we just started off, so it's still kind of kind of small. Yeah. Now we're growing. Oh, awesome. I love that. That's so cool. Do you have any good cigar lounges where you're at? Um, let's see. There's a couple. There's a vintage cigar lounge down in Ooh. Bridge Street in Huntsville, Alabama. Um, honestly, that was probably one of the first cigars that we went to. And it's grown a lot since we first went a couple years ago. It doesn't have really a lounge, but they have outside seating. Oh, gotcha. And That's cool. They have a decent humidor. And then, of course, they sell all the fun things, cigars, lighters, cutters, you know, pipes, Nice. And then over the years, they started expanding. So now inside, they have more seating. And then they have more, I guess, a bigger variety of cigars than what they used to. But cool. um, there's also Sip, which is a really good... There's one in Huntsville, and there's one in Decatur, Alabama. And they're uh, like a bourbon pairing and cigar pairing type of bar. Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah. That was probably one of my first places I went to is the Sip in Decatur when I met a like my official like a uh, cigar aficionado. Yeah. And um, she was, you know, asking us like, what do you like to eat when you eat something sweet? What do you like when you eat steak? Do you eat pepper? Do you like the sauce? And just answering a couple of those questions, she was able to tell us exactly this is the cigar you need. Wow. So that's incredible. Yeah, so that really, that really like. You know, that, I mean, it just threw me for a loop. I was like, how can you ask me these simple questions? And then turn around and it was, you know, a great cigar. Yeah. Um, I bet it totally changes the flavor of the cigar, just pairing it with yeah. something like that. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Let's see. And then the Cigar Lounge on 72 is probably my and my husband's, like, favorite place to go. Their humidor is the largest humidor in North Alabama. Wow. And let's see, they have, it's um, BYOB. 
they have a strip where there's like coffee and like a uh, tap room next door to them that you can go in and bring in the stuff into the cigar lounge. Oh, wow. That's smart. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. And it's just really laid back. You know, it's a little bit of everyone, every type of demographic you can think of. So it's it's really cool. It's actually one of our cigar lounges for the Asheville Club, Alabama. Oh, very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you have any cigar lounges that you want to visit? Like some, maybe somewhere out of state that you've heard of? Uh, yeah. So many. Uh, actually, <laughs> um, Cam Newton's, what is it, Fellowship in Georgia? Oh, yeah. I've been hearing a lot about that. And my husband's a huge Auburn fan, so he's all about everything Cam Newton. And, oh, that's um, cool. Yeah. <laughs> So that's one that's on the bucket list for sure. Yeah. We also have one that I've been wanting to visit that is going to open. It is the Elion Cigar Lounge down in Austin, Texas, where we're actually going next weekend for the grand opening. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, that sounds awesome. I have a few friends in Austin. I need to go down there, visit them and visit the shops. (laughs) Yeah, you should. If you do, you have to go to Elion Cigar Company um, uh, Cigar Lounge. Christian is the main owner, but um, my husband's a partner, business partner with him too. Oh, nice. That's so cool. Yeah. So what do you look for in a cigar? Do you look for like wrapper, filler, binder, ring size? Um, I don't have a particular um, favorite style, I guess you should say. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit of everything. I'm still so new to it. There's so many out there. Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even got to yet. Um, I have found that box press cigars are like one of my favorites. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and then I do like, let's see, like Maduro's. Those are the ones that kind of like, kind of see myself leaning more tight, you know? Yeah. But uh, there's none in particular right now that I'm like, I have to have this. Yeah, but yeah. The one that I stay away from for sure that over the years, I've just, or over the year, I have grown. I've tried in the beginning and then I tried again a couple months later and I still just can't, just can't get to it. It's Lanceros. Any Lancero. Oh. I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. It's my husband's favorite, so. It's like too strong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I don't know what it is. I, I can't quite. I was like, maybe it's just like my palate hasn't matured enough to appreciate it. So yeah, I it could waited, be. And still. So still no go. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> What's your favorite cigar right now? All right. My number one favorite is the King's Gold by Aventura Cigars. Okay. Um, and then that's my go-to. I can't tell you how many are in my right now. Yeah. Anything Aventura, it's, everything is stocked in there. Um, oh, that's awesome. That they sell in the U.S. Right. <laughs> and then um, OM Cigars is really good. Essential Blend number two has become one of my top five. The Cuco with Blackbird. Have you smoked Blackbird before? Oh, no, I don't think I have. They're smaller boutique cigar. Um, oh, they, nice. They are booming. They're everywhere you look. Them and um, the Traficante cigars. Gotcha. So Traficante is actually here in um, Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, nice. Very cool. Yeah, so they are expanding very well. But the Hail Mary from Traficante is probably my top five for sure, too. Nice. Yeah, I'll have to check those out. Do you ever smoke a pipe, or have you ever tried? I have tried. Uh, of course, my husband does. I love the way tobacco smells. Yeah. 
Um, we went down to the, I think it's called the Humidor Shop. It's in Huntsville. And they were telling us, like showing us the different flavors of tobacco. And I just wanted to eat it. It was so delicious. Yes, it smells so good. <laughs> yeah, but I have smoked it, but I ha- it's not something that I go to and smoke. Right. And like, how have I ever really just picked up a pipe and just started smoking? To me, it feels like it's just a lot of work. Yeah. That's what I think too. Yeah. And the taste is pretty different from the smell. Like you can taste a little bit of what you smell, but I feel like it's very, very different. Yeah. It's interesting. Do you have any uh, tips or tricks that someone's taught you about smoking cigars that you still use regularly? Yeah, actually. So I first started smoking cigars, I was very impatient, and I have learned, um, I've been told to slow down. Right. Because you lose a lot of the flavor notes by just, like, speed smoking. Right. So when I try to slow down, I would slow down too much and my cigar would go out. Uh Uh-huh. So when I try to relight it, I would always just taste ash. So then I'm just turned off by the cigar. Right. So I was taught about how to like just clean out my cigar and relight it basically from like it's a new cigar. So you don't have so much of the ash smell, uh, taste in it. Oh yeah. So I would get like my, my number and I would clean out the ash and then I'll cut the end again to flat to get rid of all the dead ash and then just relight it. And then that way the taste is not as you can actually taste the cigar again, you know? Right. Oh, that is a good tip. I like that. I was doing the same thing too. I'd smoke them too fast and they get too hot. I know I'm really bad about that still. That's a good idea. I'm going to have to steal that one. I'm also told to actually start using numbers. Oh, wow. Turning my fingertips and trying to hit it like you're in a joint. Oh, yeah. I like that one. Thank you. This one's actually from Elion. Oh, wow. Nice. Website. Yeah, all his stuff are custom made. So if you have Ooh. one, there might be some that have similar jewels, but there's not going to be two cigar numbers that look exactly the like. Oh, my gosh. That's really cool. What's it called again? The website? Um, Elion Cigar Company. Elion Cigar Company. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. If you could smoke a cigar with any celebrity, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, <laughs> We've actually had this conversation some time ago. Oh, really? Who we would, yeah, who we would smoke in. I think the, the one that kept coming up was John F. Kennedy. Oh, nice. Why do you say that? Because of Marilyn Monroe. Yes. <laughs> That's really funny. That's the person that I would say is Marilyn Monroe. I don't know if she would smoke, but <laughs> I want to smoke with Marilyn. Even on Karma because... I want to know, like, how did you do it? Yes. How did you do it? I want to know what happened. Yeah, for sure. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. That's a good one. So what does your relationships with cigars look like in the future? So between uh, me and my husband, we've talked about, you know, when we first started, this was a fun thing. And then we started talking about retirement. Oh, so, yeah. Which we're in the process of doing. You know, nice. Like I said before, business partners with um, Alien Cigar Company. So we do want to open our own lounge here in Huntsville. Oh, cool. Eventually. Um, we do want to have our own cigar line. Hard Ash has got a trial cigar coming out soon um, of our own cigar line. So I'm excited about that. Very and, cool. Yeah, and eventually just having our own tobacco farm in the future. So it's this is something that we're starting now. Hopefully, you know, when retirement comes for us, yeah. that we can transition over and just start doing tobaccos, you know, and cigars and having our own lounge and such. 
Oh, that'd be awesome. That sounds great. Would you do like just a cigar lounge or would you make it like a bar restaurant lounge? I would like the bar and lounge. Yeah. But I have seen the lounges here where it, where it is BYOB and I kind of like the setting of it. So I'm yeah. not really like set on which direction I want to go with that. Right. I would love most definitely to have like a bar of some type within the lounge. If it's not yeah. one that we have together, maybe it's a sister lounge, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Where can everybody find you? Instagram, Facebook? Um, yep. I am on Instagram. I do not do Facebook as much anymore since, you know, all the presidential and. Yes. Yeah. I know. It takes a second that went on. So I just, it just became just a damper on my mood. So right. it's been strictly on Instagram, but you can follow me at miss underscore hard underscore Ash. I actually just posted my 2K giveaway today. Oh, nice. So, you know, everyone should go follow the rules and um, follow me and you can follow Hard Ash Cigar Society as well. Everyone that contributed, I have people from Nova Cigars to Elyon to Traficante to um, local ones from, you know, D-Silas Cigars is a local company and then people from all across the state in the cigar community. So we have people from down to Florida, all the way across to California that contribute towards this giveaway. Wow. Yeah, so you had to most definitely go check them out. So, and then, of course, Super Stunky Bros is um, my husband's podcast. Yes, it's so, so good. And we would actually love to have you on it. I would love that. That would be amazing. Yes, that'd Excellent. be perfect. So we'll most definitely be reaching out to you, too. Yes, please do. Yes, and I hope I can come to Alabama soon, visit all the good places, and hopefully visit your place eventually, too. (laughs) Yeah, that would be awesome. No, right? That would be awesome. I would like to actually know a little bit about you, if you don't mind. Yeah. What started this whole podcast with you? Well, I started this podcast for a few different reasons. At first, I was leaning more towards getting stories of life behind the cigar, like stories from Cigar Lounge customers, because that's one of my favorite parts of smoking in a lounge is hearing the regular stories. But when I'm trying to invite people on to be on the podcast and pitching that idea, I got a lot of confusion and didn't get a lot of response. So I don't think people really understood what I was trying to do, but it's worked out because another one of my goals with this podcast was to promote brick and mortar shops, local shops, because especially during the pandemic, I'm sure so many people started buying cigars online. So I wanted to get stories from cigar lounge owners and employees and customers to help promote their shop and have a way for people to connect with these small business owners, to hear their stories and to hear why, you know, why it's so important to shop local and support small businesses because they're here for you. They started these businesses for you and struggle and fight with tobacco laws and just for you to have a place to find good cigars and good people, you know? And of course, the other reason I wanted to start this podcast is because I've just missed talking about cigars. You know, going through this pandemic in New York City has been pretty isolating, which for me has been kind of ideal, but I've really missed talking to my fellow tobacconists and talking about cigars, you know? It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Do you have a favorite cigar? 
Yes, I love the Curavari Buenaventura series. They're a little boutique company too. Have you ever had them? Actually, I think we, I just spoke the um, trail mate. Oh, nice. I just spoke the trail mates before I got on today. So. Oh my God, it's awesome. I believe they're, yeah, I believe they're Buenaventura. From, they were um, a Pravada drop. So that's how we got ours. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yes, I love them. I love the... It's like the P460, the praline ones, the San Andreas wrapper. That was my favorite. But all of them are so good and such a great price. I have too many of them. <laughs> I know. I know. As I go along, like, I've smoked a range of cigars. I've been, I find myself, like, sticking more towards, like, boutique cigars. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I have, like, the usuals, you know, like the high ends. You know, I've got, we've got, and then I'm like, a uh, number of uh, Drew Estates in there, and then um, we have a couple, um, let's see, what was the other one? I can't remember the other one that we had that's a big one. Anyways, yeah. we have we have two separate Himidors for, like, you know, the bigger name brands, and then we have another one full of boutiques. So. Oh, cool, I like and, that. Yeah, and everyone's kind of, like, do trades all the time, and so you like, yes. I'm trading for this. People are constantly, like, just expanding, you know, your your wide range of different types of cigars. So yeah, for sure. That's awesome. I like that you have the cigars separated in different humidors. That's a good idea. <laughs> we started off with the his and hers. Oh, that's and cool then, too. <laughs> and then as the his and hers, his of course, because he's smoking uh, longer than me, it became too much. Yeah. So then we had to start separating, and now it's all of our cigars. So now it's a constant battle. Of, Is that my cigar you're smoking? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, he just posted the other day, and it was the um the punch, the compound punch. Oh, yeah. And he was like, oh, this is awesome. And I'm like, wait. There was That's one mine. I think that one was mine. <laughs> now he's going to buy you another one. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got to go to our lunch tonight, so, yeah. But yeah, he's like, oh, it was good, though. I love the flavor notes on it and everything. So thanks. I guess I wouldn't know. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I know I just have one small little humidor, but I have so many cigars in there. I get to the point where I'm just like, does somebody want one? Like, somebody just come smoke with me. I have plenty. Yeah. (laughs) Take them. We had to start doing uh, Tupperware. Tupperwares. So there are Tupperdoors. Chris from uh, the Cigar Nut, he's also what we call Sensei because he can ash his cigars. It's ridiculous how well he can do them. Oh my gosh. I'm not good at that. <laughs> it, that requires a lot of patience. Right. A comment about having to slow down. Oh my gosh. Slow down. So he'll have ashes that's like seven inches tall, taller. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. And he does them every time. You've got to follow his page. It's Cigar Nut 2019. Cigar Nut 2019. That's hilarious. Okay. And um, and you'll see his stuff is ridiculous. He gets so much free stuff just for ash in their cigars. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But he does um, the top of doors. So, okay. And you can keep so much in there and not take up so much space. So we're, we're oh, so cool. trying to convert to top of doors. I listened to your podcast, the last one. Oh, cool. Who is that? With the uh, Octavia from Her Aficionado, yeah. Yes. yes. Wasn't that so good? Yeah, it was. I know, and she's awesome. I started following her and seeing that she's been, like, freaking everywhere. Like, oh, yeah. Hey. She's <laughs> been <laughs> everywhere. I know, did you hear she was talking about the cigar lounge in Dubai? 
I want to yeah. go to that so bad. <laughs> she was like, it's like you're standing in a chandelier. What in the world? I can't even imagine. <laughs> I think Dubai is most definitely like on my bucket list for sure. Oh, yeah. Fiji. Ooh, Fiji. I want to go to Ireland so bad. I don't know like what their cigar life is like, but I just yeah. love the green pastures. That's what I want. Yeah. I guess I've been in the city too long. <laughs> yeah. I think I started getting really big into like, you know, not as much just Ireland, but like Scotland area because I went through a huge page with the Outlander. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I was on the Outlander. Uh, oh my God, that's awesome. I haven't watched all of that. Maybe I need to. Oh, you should. I read the book and then I started watching the, the TV series. and um, Oh my gosh. So I think that's one of my other places that is on my bucket list. And then the... Where is that? I don't know exactly where it's at, but it's anywhere in those places where you see those huts that are actually on the water and you have to take a boat out. Oh, yeah. And then, like, the bottom is, like, glass or whatever it is that you can see down in the water. Like, can you imagine sitting outside and just seeing the open water, beautiful sun beaming on you, and then having fishes, like, uh, <laughs> swimming underneath you and just after smoking a cigar, oh like, my. it would be heaven. I, I would be able to just die right there and be totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds so nice. This is the last thing I see before I die. I'm good. Oh my god, that'd be so cool. I've seen like those rooms, they have like underwater rooms like that where the whole thing mm-hmm. is just like glass and you're just sleeping yeah. underwater. Like that, that yeah. might be a little too much for me. I don't know about that. <laughs> I would be open for it. I think I would be like almost timid to get close to the wall because it's, you know, right there yeah. where the water, but yeah, that's something I've seen too. At first I thought it was fake, you know, like, oh, right. just, like a concept video. Yeah, you're right. I started seeing some other ones and I was like, well, maybe, maybe it's real. Oh, do I want to go? I don't know. That I'm would scared. be an epic cigar lounge. <laughs> right. <laughs> That would be so cool. Definitely let me know when you want me on the podcast. I'd love to join. Yep. For fun. Hitting you up. I'll, have, I'll send them the, uh, your email address. Perfect. So it will be from uh, superstogierose at gmail, I believe. So Perfect. So they have them. Let me know. Sounds good. Thank you so much again for jumping on and telling your story. This has been great. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Well, thanks. I'll talk to you soon. All right. All right. Bye. Thank you again, Justina. I cannot wait to see you grow your business and flourish as an SOTL entrepreneur. So exciting. Everyone, go follow Mrs. Hard Ash on Instagram, Mrs. underscore hard underscore Ash, A-S-H, then check out her bio to find links to the Ashhole Cigar Club Alabama and links to her husband's Instagram page, Hard Ash Cigar Society, where you can not only find more great cigar posts, but find links to Super Stogie Bros podcast, an awesome cigar podcast with straightforward cigar reviews for the average cigar smoker. Thanks again for listening, everyone. And if you haven't taken advantage of the discount from Pap Cigar Company, then go check out episode number two to find out how to get 25% off your purchases at the lovely Pap Cigar Co. Lounge, in-store and online. Go check it out, and I will talk to you soon.
Thank you.